Hello, I'm Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astral beings, those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wondra. Today's topic is living a purposeful life. And what I'm noticing with many clients um, or groups that I'm doing work with now, people are in this space of wondering what their purpose is or why are they here. They're feeling that they have accomplished things in their life and wondering if if this is it or if there's more that I'm supposed to do, or they're not feeling fulfilled in where they are and they're wondering why are they here and life must have more purpose than just me working nine to five. And so I'm noticing this, this immense curiosity that we have, but it's also where the planets are helping us heal and remove roadblocks we're cleaning up any karmic energy. So let's say you've had lifetimes of slavery or you've been incarcerated or indentured as a servant, let's say, and you've had lifetimes where you haven't had to make decisions. Decisions have been controlled or they've made been made for you. Or you've been in a society where there hasn't been as many choices, a limitation in either what you can do uh, or what's available to do. So we're cleaning up a ton of karmic energy and understanding our, our true energetic power and the choices that we have. And so in this lifetime, we have choices. And it's being able to see the choices, understand the choices, decide what to do or not to, because even not doing something is a choice. But many people might be feeling in this space of, of confusion. What am I supposed to do? Well, we're leaving behind the energy of the things that we're supposed to do or where we were controlled or covered or we didn't have those choices and moving into that space of what do you want to do? And many times when we ask individuals or when I talk to individuals, what do you want? What do you desire? Um, there's a struggle there, not knowing. I don't know what I want. And one of the best ways to discover what it is you do want, or even in the case of what you don't want, if you're looking to change careers and things, are just to try things. Just go out, be curious, try things, because by doing nothing, you will never discover what it is you like to do or don't like to do. So in this time of shift and freedom and choices and planting seeds, it can be overwhelming too when you have so many opportunities or so many choices and it comes down to people being worried about what am I supposed to do? And I hear things like, what am I supposed to be doing? Why am I here? I don't want to make a wrong decision or I don't want to go down a wrong path. So there's some fear in in those statements about not experiencing the right thing. And, and I would just say we are here on earth 
to experience. So whatever you are experiencing, shift your um, your thoughts about what you're experiencing to you are needing to experience it. And even if you don't like it, it's maybe something that you need to experience or you get to experience so that you can clear that energy, but then make a different choice. So if you decide, I'm going to use a very, very simple example. You decide to purchase a new vehicle and you have no idea what sort of vehicle you want. So you start shopping, right? You start looking at vehicles and it might start as soon as just noticing the the vehicles that are on the road. What color do you like? What style do you want? Do you want a sedan? Do you want an SUV? Do you want a truck? It's visualizing and seeking out and being curious as to, first of all, what's available. And then you go test drive these things. You go test drive and then you look at your budget. And when it comes to decision, you perhaps have gone down the path of you understand what type of vehicle you want, why you want it, the color you want, the options you want, and it fits within your budget. But you wouldn't have that new vehicle if you didn't start planting the seed or the thought about, I think I want a new vehicle, and starting to be curious as to what's available to you on the road. So in our lifetime, it's very similar just seeing what's available. And so sometimes I suggest to people, when you're out driving around, just read the signs on the buildings. What is What makes you curious? If you don't know where to go, what to do, just start something. Start reading the signs on the building. Start talking to people about what they do. Um, how did they start what they're doing? Do they like what they're doing? It's, it's being curious. Because to believe that you are just going to shift in your life into something new without having some sort of discovery is really an unfair belief that you have for yourself. So when we talk about having a purposeful life, it's really living a life of awareness and living a life of passion, being real in your desires versus imagined, um, I know in my own career, there's been some times where I imagined I wanted a position or I imagined I'm like, wow, that would be really, really fun if I got to do that. And once I got there, I manifested it. And once I got there, it maybe wasn't what I expected it to be, or it wasn't as fun as I wanted. And it wasn't as real as I had imagined it. But I was very, very grateful for having that experience because then I knew the next time that's not what I wanted, or there were pieces of it that I liked that I could manifest into the next thing that I did. So living a purposeful life is is not just thinking or doing, but it's also having that feeling of purpose. And so when you move from event to event or job to job or experience to experience, really being aware of your feeling, how are you feeling with what you're doing. And oftentimes we roll along, we get into that doing mode. We just go, I'm going to, I'm going to stick to the theme of jobs. We go to a job or go to, go to work. We just get into that doing mode and we're okay with it until something bad happens or something negative happens. And we have a tendency to Uh, react more or to be more aware when we dislike something than 
being aware of when we really, really like something and speaking to the universe in terms of, I really, really like that. I want more of that and focusing on what you want more of. And living a life of awareness includes living from that space of feeling and then being curious. Why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? Or what, instead of that question, because it's not a supposed to, but what makes me feel alive? What makes me feel like I'm in the zone, I'm in the flow, like life can't get any better, or if it gets any better, it's because it's more of this. Notice where you feel a void, or where you keep feeling like, I, I should do more, or this job should be more, or I should have more. It's finding that purposeful life, finding and living it. Um, we all have those things, those routines, the things that motivate us or the things that move us, but we really need to move into that place of understanding what moves us, what motivates us, what feels good. And and there is nothing in this world that is 100% feel good all the time. And so I, I just want to address that because sometimes people think, you know, life has got to be good or my perfect relationship, my perfect job, my perfect life has to be happy 100% of the time. And that simply is not true because the universe provides contrast and contrast comes in ways of uncomfortableness because that is where we notice. That is where we shift. If we're incredibly happy, we have a tendency to not shift. We stay status quo. And if we are to continue to evolve as a human race, we have to have contrast in our life. So a couple things that you can look at is realizing your infinite potential. Um, meaning that to look at your life and you've got, I'm just going to use a circumference. You have 360 degrees of possibility surrounding you at all time, above, below, to your right, to your left, in front of you, in back of you, you have 360 degrees of possibilities. Now I'm going to expand that out a little bit because many of you, as I say that you might be thinking physically, if I turn around in a circle, that's maybe what's available to me. But now I want you to think in the energy fields, your emotional field, your spiritual field, your mental field, your etheric field. And all of those also have dimensions or realms. So really, it's not just a circumference around your 360 degrees of possibilities. It's actually, it's infinite possibilities that surround you. And if that makes you overwhelmed by what's possible, then you get to pull back. But I want you to start from that standpoint is that you have infinite possibilities. And to move forward, you start to make a choice. You start to say yes to something. And uh, some of us can say yes to many, many things. And we have many, many pathways. We have that capacity or we're built that way. And some of us need to say yes to one thing and no to all else. And um, so whatever your comfort zone is, is to say yes to something and focus on it and no to all else. 
and then you just go. This is true regardless of whether or not you're aware of the infinite possibilities present in each moment. It's we are always saying yes. As simple as what do I want for dinner? Am I going to watch TV tonight? Am I, go, am I going to go to the gym? Am I going to read email or do I text? We're constantly making thousands of choices all day long. But when it comes to living a life of awareness and a purposeful life, we tend to create these roadblocks for ourselves and not understanding that we have the same choices. They can feel daunting and huge, but all you have to do is start to move forward in some direction. The more you are attached to how something should be or how it should look, the more your vision gets obscured. Meaning the universe is in a position now, it's delivering all sorts of magic to us. But if your goals or your dreams or your visions are so focused that that is all you're seeing, then the real magic becomes obscured. Filters lock in, your vision is narrow to the point that this is the only way to proceed your attachment might be to a belief and it cuts off your ability to see beyond that one possibility. So as you begin to make choices in your life and you begin to set your focus on that choice, it's also allowing yourself to be open to what comes and what is delivered and paying attention to where your emotional feeling is, where your emotional investment is, where you're expending let's say, emotional dollars or emotional feelings in in places. And again, I'm going to say your attachment to a belief cuts off your ability to see beyond that one possibility. So if you believe, I'm going to go back to the car example, if you believe you can only have a certain type of sedan, that's going to be your focus. And just be aware of that. If you want to be open to the possibilities of the world, It's being open to what can be available to you, all right? So as you consciously choose to let go of attachment, those things that no longer work for you, your options seem to grow and expand. So in the car example, as you let go of, I can only afford or I can only do a sedan, then other options come onto your reference point. And you might in the end decide that I've got to stay with a four-door sedan, but at least the other options come into play. And and that's really what living a life of awareness is, is being aware of the options, your choices that you're making along the way and what the universe is delivering, and then being able to decide. And that's using your power to decide. It's when you let go of how it's supposed to be, or you let go of the attachment, the things that that just doesn't work for you. All the options or all the, the possibilities that are available to you seem to grow and expand. But it's not that they're growing or expanding. They've been there all along. It's just that 
when you're letting go, you're really increasing your perspective. You're really seeing all the possibilities. So the question is, is the possibilities and the options and even the choices are always there. But how are you limiting what's coming into your radar? And as you move forward, as as your perception as to all the options are available, it, it's it's that it's that old notion of how do I know what I don't know? And how do you know what you don't know is just being continually curious and asking questions and letting go of, of how you think it should be and letting go or even being aware of any assumptions that, that you might have going in. And assumptions are a big factor. You know, our, our brains are magnificent. We have the capacity, you know, there's all sorts of tests out there that if you, you know, test that, um, test that, test our capacity of our brain. I'm, I'm thinking of one uh, comes to mind that it's a, a paragraph and, and a lot of the, um, the letters are missing from this, the words, but it's enough letters in the word that you can actually read the whole paragraph. And, and that's science or that's proving that our brain has the capacity to fill in when we're missing information. And that's a good thing. We're, we're, our brains are problem solvers, but it can be a roadblock for you when you don't have all the pieces and you feel like you have to have all the pieces. And so you try to fill in with something. So it's, it's checking our assumptions. Um, and another example of this is like, if, if you see three quarters of a circle, um, it, even though there might be a quarter of the circle missing, you still recognize the shape as a circle. The same would be true if you see two sides of a triangle. Based on your past experience, your education, your mind fills in incomplete and it adds that new information. Same thing with our beliefs. Things that we're already attached to, we assume to know that that's its truth. Okay, And those are easy assumptions about geometric shapes because it doesn't have serious consequences. But when it comes to human interactions, assumptions based on our past experiences can shift our experience. They can wreak havoc in our lives. The everyday kind of assumption that we make can prevent us from taking an action or allowing something to come into our life that can be absolutely magnificent. So as you're looking at what's next for me, how do I live a purposeful life? How do I be aware in living? It's, it's really assessing your assumptions, uh, spending time. Another thing that we living in the future, um, sometimes check that you aren't dangling a carrot always in front of you, just out of reach. Like I'm trying to do this or someday I'm going to do this or the, or I'll be happy when I'll be successful when I'll find love when, you know, um, those are all living in the future. And if, if your focus is on living a life of awareness, it's being very purposeful 
living in the present moment. I'm happy now. I'm successful now. I'm in love now. My vibrational energy is equal and I'm my my vibrational equal love is finding its way to me now it's those are the types of messages that we want to send out to the universe because we want to pull that purpose or that being aware of our living now um we want to think about the future because again we're always planting seeds for the future but we don't want to live in the future we want to live in the present um using the past as part of our compass that helps us set direction for our future, but taking actions in the present to align, uh, to live that purposeful life. So as we're, as we're going through this purposeful living and we're living in the present, sometimes that's where our labels show up. Um, from small child, as we learned words, we labeled everything, dog, cat, tree, book, grass. I mean, we labeled everything. We have a word. We labeled everything. We pointed at things and we labeled it. So later we began to attach words of description, yellow bird, stranger, or emotion, happy, sad. So that's part of our language. It's our upbringing. It's the imprints that we had in our life. And we know that as we've grown, labels come and go, you know, sometimes like slang words, they come and go, but where in your life perhaps have labels become an identity, an identity for you and how you show up in the world. And, and is that part of you living a life of awareness? Are you living purpose? Sometimes those labels, they actually take away or they, they diminish the purposeful living as it holds its, its limitations. I know personally, as I began to leave my corporate world and that titled world where I was chief information officer, I was vice president, or I was director, whatever, you know, whatever those terms were, those were labels. And I did go through a, a time where I felt like my identity, like that was a different, that was an old identity that just was shifting away. And I went through a period of time where I didn't know what to call myself. What do I call myself? Am I a psychic medium? Am I a shaman? I am I a coach. What am I? To a point where the labels don't really matter. It's, it's how other people might be able to identify. But for me, the labels could be a restriction. And so I just want to share that with you because check for where in your life have you created the labels around you that might be restrictive for you. They might be needed because they identify who you are to others or what you do to others. You know, that might be needed in your work or your job, but have they become a restriction in you living a purposeful life? Is it just a security label or is it truly a, an aligned title of your passion and your, your purpose? So when you look at life without labels or without expectation, it just also opens up the world of possibility. And I want to say, just think for a moment, if you could be anything, what would you be? If you could create a new business card for yourself, what would it say? Would it be important to have a label? So living a purposeful life often means making 
a change, uh, leaving a perceived comfort zone. And, and I wonder that as, as I'm speaking here, I'm, I'm wondering as you're listening to it, do you have a perception that if I'm going to move into living a purposeful life or following my passion or living my dream, do I have to make a big change? And the question is, is do you have to have a, do you have to have a big change or is that another assumption or is that another roadblock or is that another limitation that you might be doing? Is it real or is it imagined? Do you have to leave a comfort zone or maybe living your passion or living your purpose or living an aligned life is your comfort zone? Be curious because you won't know if you have a limitation of your comfort zone unless you challenge yourself to leave it. And I'm going to say that one more time. You won't know if you have a limitation until you challenge yourself to leave it. And sometimes that's where the universe steps in and and you might not leave it, but the universe suddenly forces you to leave the comfort zone. And, and I would say in the planetary influences, that's what many of you might be experiencing now is um, you're uncomfortable because you're leaving your comfort zone and you haven't yet found that new place or that new comfort zone. And it's coming and you have a chance to create that. When you're in your comfort zone, you feel cozy and safe But again, sometimes that's where status quo, that's where change doesn't happen. So challenge yourself. Become aware of your comforts. Become aware of where it feels uneasy. Know that you have the energy, the choice, the power to step into those uncomfortable zones. And then ask yourself, do I believe that moving into that space will give me a life of more purpose? Do I, will give me more of my passion? Is that where I will be more aware? And what I would say during 2019, the energies of change is when we think of challenging ourselves, we think of big things like big moves. And the universe doesn't always have to respond to big, grandiose changes. It does also respond to small things, the small wishes, the desires, the dreams, the inches that we move forward, because that's where we start to build our new zones or we start to really discover ourselves. So in the question about, are you living a purposeful life? Ponder that. And I would say, are you living a life of awareness? Are you aware of your magnificence? Are you aware of choices that you have? Are you aware of your roadblocks? The things that sneak up on you that might prevent you from stepping forward? Are you aware of your fears? And think about not 
doing your purpose, but feeling your purpose. Because perhaps, perhaps your purpose isn't a doing activity at all. Perhaps your purpose and the reason for you being here and the reason for your shift right now is just for you to be living a life of awareness. Awareness of who you are, what you can or can't do, even awareness of what you don't like to do or what you do like to do. Maybe that's where you are right now. There's nothing wrong with that. So my challenge or the challenge for today is just notice. Notice if you're feeling this push and the question about is there something different that I'd like to be doing? Not should, but I'd like to be doing. Is there something different? Would I like to be feeling different when I'm doing what I'm doing today? All the way over to the spectrum of what do I love to do? What what am I doing right now in my life that I just absolutely love doing? And I'm going to continue to focus my energy or my intents there and ask the universe to bring me more of that. Living a life of awareness. Being aware of your life and the purpose that you can bring. This is Lori Wendra, Your Life Core. Have a great day.